In the name of the one true living God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, our Baptist cousins are probably keeping Christmas this Sunday, but we keep the fourth Sunday of Advent, even as the manger is in sight. We always set this Sunday aside to consider the mother of our Lord, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And you know the events surrounding the story. God visits Joseph in a dream, as we've just heard. The archangel Gabriel visits Our Lady in person and proclaims that she will be the mother of the God-man, Jesus Christ. And you know that she says to the angel, yes, let it be done to me according to your word. Here are some words written by St. Bernard of Clairvaux almost 900 years ago. St. Bernard writes as if he is in a dialogue with the Virgin, and he says, You have heard, O Virgin, that you will conceive and bear a son. The angel awaits an answer. The incarnation, the enfleshment of Jesus, who is God in skin, is dependent upon you. And we too are waiting, O Lady. We would be set free by your consent. Tearful Adam and his sorrowing family begs you, O loving Virgin, in their exile from paradise. Abraham begs it. David begs it. This is what the whole world waits for. And then St. Bernard writes, Arise quickly, O Virgin. Why do you delay? Why are you afraid? Arise in faith. Hasten in devotion, open in praise and thanksgiving. And it's about faith that I wish to speak this morning and the example of the great faith that is Mary's gift to us. Because of her, because of her yes, Christ is born on earth. As Mother Teresa of Calcutta put it, no, rather bluntly, no Mary, no Jesus. Now, we want to love as Jesus loved, don't we? Well, Jesus loved, and he still loves Mary. If anyone says, I don't need Mary, they're making themselves greater than Jesus, in a way. Everything hangs on her yes. And she did say yes, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You know, it occurs to me that if we can ask our neighbors and our friends and our priests to pray for us, we can certainly ask her to pray for us with much greater effect because she is Queen Mother to Christ our King. No one has looked at Jesus more than Mary. She saw him being born. She watched him his whole life. She saw him at Calvary. Jesus was not looked upon by any human eyes more than he was looked upon by Mother Mary. Mary's like a set of glasses. 
She helps us to see Jesus better and more focused because we see him through her eyes. And everything she does, she does because of Jesus. What did she say at the wedding in Cana of Galilee? Do whatever he tells you. Mary, in no way, of course, takes the place of God. She does not get our worship. We don't pray to her, really. We pray along with her. She intercedes for us with her Son, who intercedes for us to the Father constantly. And if you don't believe that, don't ever ask another human being to pray for you, because you're, in effect, saying, I can't ask you to pray for me because you can't do anything for me, so I'm not going to ask you. Be real. Be logical. But if you have ever asked anyone to pray for you in this world, then you can ask the saints to pray for you because they are alive and they see God face to face. So this example of her great faith is the gift that Mary gives to us. Some years ago, I was teaching a Wednesday night class here on the new religions, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, spiritualism, and so on. And after one class, someone said to me about a particular group, Father, that has got to be one of the weirdest religions ever. And I agreed. But think of our religion. Christianity is pretty weird as well. You and I look at it through the eyes of faith because we're believers, but try to see it from the outsider's point of view. Here's a mere girl, 15 or 16 years of age, and an angel, an angel appears to her and says, Mary, you are going to conceive without knowing any man, and you're going to have a baby, and this baby will be God. Then she goes to tell Joseph, you know, I'm engaged to be married to you, Joseph, but I'm pregnant. But I wasn't with anyone else, just God, and God gave me this baby. Think about it. It's almost laughable. And yet that is precisely what the church teaches, and that is precisely what we believe. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. Faith, says St. Paul, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things not seen. And of all the things that Christians assent to is the belief that the God of the universe became a man. And moreover, that that whole enterprise was dependent upon the yes of a young woman, chosen by God from before all time and all space in his foreknowledge. What is it we just say? predestined for Christ by eternal decree. 
We believe that the God of the universe humbles himself, condescends, and becomes flesh and blood for us in the Eucharist. We believe that someone else would die for our sins when I should be the one who has to die for my own sins, to do my own consequences. All of these things, and many more besides, take faith, the evidence of things unseen. Now, faith is a gift from God. It cannot be manufactured. It cannot be conjured up by our own effort. That's a heresy. And if we are not people of faith in our hearts of hearts, if we don't really believe all this stuff, then we need to be praying for an increase of faith. The disciples go to Jesus, they say, Lord, increase our faith. And we can certainly go to Mary and the saints and ask them to intercede for us. Mary, can you pray for me to your son? so that I can have great faith like you did. You who say, with God, all things are possible. You who said yes to the will of the Father and therefore brought light and life into the world. The example of her great faith is the gift that Mary gives to us. When we're confronted with the impossible, when we're confronted with the reality that someone else who paid for my sins, when we're confronted by the reality of bread and wine becoming the body and blood of our Savior, when we're confronted by all of these things that we've been, have been taught from the, by the church from the very beginning, and we still have difficulty, we say, God, you are worthy of my trust. Jesus, increase my faith. Mary, pray for me to your son. St. Bernard says, Now, Mary, arise in faith, hasten in devotion, open in praise and thanksgiving. In other words, stop focusing on yourself. Stop focusing on how unworthy you are. Start focusing on God and how worthy he is. We stop looking at ourselves. We say, God, I praise you. I honor you. You are God. You can do anything. I believe that and I worship. Then we receive whatever it is that God wants to give us in his own time and in his own way. Mary received the God of the universe inside of her. And that is what faith does for us all. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, she says. Henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. One final thought. When you were baptized, you were given God's beautiful gift of salvation. That gift is yours. But you receive that gift, you appropriate that gift, you take that gift to yourself 
when you say yes to God. You receive him more fully into your life. And Christmas is a great time to receive that gift. So as the manger is but hours away, we look to Mary, she who knew Christ intimately, who arose in faith, who hastened in devotion, who opened in praise and thanksgiving. She did that, so must we. And the example of her great faith is the gift that Mary gives to you. We stand and we proclaim our faith.